0: Welcome to First and Now, episode 37 of the official BC Lions podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Baker. A pleasure to be along uh, with you talking BC Lions football as always. A special guest plan this week, uh, Lions receiver Shaq Johnson. In a matter of moments, uh, get an update with Shaq as far as his offseason. He's now gone home to Toronto ever since the cancellation and uh, we'll talk a lot of cool things. He's got a couple of cool projects on the go. Uh, yes, uh, he's a great football player, great receiver, but talented in other areas as well. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank our sponsor, IA Financial Group. IA Financial Group has over 125 years of experience helping Canadians. Proudly Canadian, IA Financial Group has over 7,000 employees and more than 4 million clients serving Canadians with a foundation of trust from coast to coast. IA Financial invested in you. Contact your financial advisor for more information. I uh, hope all you great fans listening. I had a good Thanksgiving and uh, sure puts things in perspective, doesn't it? Uh, these tough times we are all going through uh, the COVID pandemic. I hope everyone is staying safe and following a protocol and Perhaps some of you uh, had your turkey dinner over Zoom. Nothing wrong with that as uh, we continue to do our part and flatten the curve and make sure that next year's Thanksgiving is a normal one. Uh, I enjoyed a bit of a scaled-down celebration with relatives myself. Not as big a group as normal. Stick to your bubble, so to speak, but uh, thankful for a lot of things in this world. And uh, Thanksgiving always certainly A reminder of that and uh, it's funny uh, looking out my window right now uh, the leaves are blowing the rain is coming down it would normally be one of those days at the Lions facility where uh, we'd have to bundle up wear our waterproof jackets and uh, watch the team practice in uh, some well unfavorable weather and sadly yeah it would be an indicator that the games were getting more important the race to the playoffs heating up and uh, certainly what we're all going through in 2020 is going to make us uh, love and appreciate our great league even more once it returns, hopefully on time, in 2021. But as mentioned, episode 37 of First and Now, brought to you by IA Financial. We're going to speak with Lions receiver Shaq Johnson coming up right now. And number 88 has entered the Zoom discussion now. Shaq Johnson from his home in Toronto. Shaq, how are you, my friend?
1: Good. What's going on, big?
0: Long time no talk. I know, man. I know. I think the last time we did talk uh, was in the facility, and at that time, we didn't know. We were still optimistic. Maybe could have been packing yep. the bags and going to Winnipeg for a couple months, but <laughs> ultimately didn't happen. Uh, what's it been like these last couple of months since you went back home?
1: Um, it's been cool to be honest. From my perspective, I haven't been home and just chilling for like the last um four or five years, because. I've been playing in BC. So, um, I've just been just taking the time just to see the family relax and just see some of the friends that I've, I haven't got to see in like a couple of years, to be honest, from like school and everything like that. So, um, I just been trying to just take advantage of just exercising my mind, just building my mind more and stuff like that. with reading more and things like that. So, um, I'm just trying to just stay, stay active, you know?
0: <laughs> well, staying active, that's for you. That's never a problem. Uh, you're quite the dedicated, uh, workout man and uh, you're working out for 2021 like we've talked about but you know hitting on the family aspect of it Shaq I mean uh, we've spoken in the past about how you know back in college you ended up moving back home take care of stuff at home and uh, your mom obviously a big influence on your life uh, how good has it been to sort of have more contact with your loved ones during these crazy times
1: um, it's 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 great, man, because these are the times that really just let you see who's really in your corner, right? Everybody's at a standstill, everybody gotta be kind of just worrying about themselves, you know. So anybody that actually take the time to reach out, hit you on the phone, whether it's family or not, you know what I mean? Like you really just just really um take in that 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 real appreciation that you have people there and have loved ones there that actually think about you or your name pop up during their day. You know what I mean? So um, I've been enjoying it. I've been loving it, to be honest. Um, I just can't wait to get back to work. <laughs> but it's always been good, man. It's always been good with the family.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, we're dealing with what we're dealing with, and um, all eyes are on 2021 now. And you know how much of motivation you get. How much motivation do you get from that? Thinking about how okay, once we do get back here, it's go time, and let's make it as better than it ever was as far as football goes.
1: Yeah, honestly, I'm just excited from the fact that because, like, we haven't been we haven't been playing for a whole year. There's nothing like this has ever happened in anybody's lifetime, you know what I mean? So it's obviously just different. It's a different thing for everybody, how they're going to approach it and how they're going to bounce back from it, you know? So for me, it's it's great because um the last two years, I've kind of been nicked up, you know what I mean? Finished the season last season and everything like that, but I've been nicked up. So it gives me just a chance to actually, like, just really take care of my body get into routine of eating right and, and, and just honestly just doing the things that I didn't do being a younger player, you know? So it's actually just getting this year to actually just understand and break down all the all my all my weaknesses, to be honest, you know? So just attacking those weaknesses and trying to make them strengths and just strengthening the strengths, you know? So this year is just, is just an eye-opener for everybody, more for myself, more on the off-field because I started doing some – things off field as well you know that I actually truly enjoy and some other some other business ideas that I want to get into.
0: Uh, we'll get into that off field uh, stuff in just a moment here but you know what have the football discussions been like whether if you're hopping on with Tuck or Coach Campbell any of the other coaches Mike the receivers what are those discussions like as uh, you eye toward a return uh, in a few months time?
1: Um, we were talking a lot earlier, more like um within the players. Um, we was having our Zoom meetings. Um, earlier in the year, before um we found out that we actually weren't gonna have a season. But the talks were positive. You know, we're just trying to get a head start on just knowing um, the terminology, new terminology, stuff like that, coming in, making sure we're all on pages, all on the same page, if there were to be a shortened season, stuff like that. But um, haven't really talked to um the coaches as much. Coach Tucker's pretty cool. he's checked in with us um receivers a couple of times, just letting us know what's going on and things like that i I'm hoping I get to get coached by by Tucker and Rick you know next year, so hopefully that all works out in its way but no we've been we've been we've communicated enough um we just try to just stay positive ass about each other's family and stuff like that make sure everybody's just staying safe and staying out the way and just keeping themselves hundred percent and keeping them on the right track to get ready for 2021. I mean,
0: we had Tuck on a previous episode of First and Now back in the summer, and uh, that's a guy from a football perspective. you could talk with him all day. What's it like having a guy like that as your coach who, you know, is not only a great player in this league, but did it quite recently, as recently as 10, 11 years ago. I mean, uh, how does that change things for you?
1: Um, it's a big thing, you know, because – Coach Tuck has a lot of knowledge of the game, and like you said, he's played as well. You know, so and him, he, he's been he was a very good receiver, very very good receiver playing down south and playing in the CFL. So, um, he has a lot of knowledge to teach a teach a cat like me and young cat like me. Well, in the mixture of young, I still get messed you're up still, and be well, right. absolutely young guy. But yeah. by the numbers, I'm I'm still young, you know. So just honestly, just just building my knowledge with around a an experienced guy like that. You know, you see the experience that the Edmonton Eskimos receiving core has had over there in the past year or past couple of years or whatever. And Tucker has been over there coaching some of those receivers. So um, you could just see it in that, you know, and I'm obviously not the biggest receiver, you know, they got big receivers. They had big receivers over in Edmonton, but, He has that style where, like you said, he's knowledgeable of the game all around. So he could teach a young guy like me, a smaller guy like me, how to use my body, how to get open, less steps, and just understanding that I need to just go out there and just play confident every night, you know? So he just brings us a whole aspect, not just from um, a knowledge, but even just personality. Just talking to him on the phone, he's an easygoing guy. You can ask him anything, you know? He's not asking anything of you that he doesn't see that's not realistic, you know? So that's what you just got to be thankful for. Like that comes into your corner. And uh, I just hope I just get to be coached by him um, this year. Or next, I mean, next year coming up or the year's coming.
0: You know him as Shaq Johnson, but uh, he also refers to himself as him. Yes. <laughs> um, let's talk about that. You mentioned some of the extracurricular activities uh, when your mind isn't on football uh you've been doing a little rap lately uh
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell our fans
0: and listeners about that
1: um it's just something that well my dad was um my dad was a, a a reggae a reggae artist like earlier like before i was born like around when i was about to be born so he was doing a lot of that and like djing so he kind of stopped that a little bit when i was born couple years so i didn't really get to really get emerged into it but he's always been singing and everything like that rapping around around me and my brothers growing up when he'd pick us up and stuff like that sorry but um i feel like i got it from him you know to be honest just it was in the gene i've always loved just rapping just reciting reciting songs and everything like that i've always wanted to get into it and just try to see but um when I was younger, I was just—I was always thinking about what people thought and everything like that. To be honest, you know, so honestly, I, that's why I, I tell people I feel like COVID was a blessing but a curse, you know, because I—I would have never stumbled upon this if there was no COVID, you know, or actually chose to just do it, not stumble upon it. I actually chose to do it, you know, so I'm actually thankful for that. But I'm—I'm I'm enjoying it, you know. I've—I've I've got a couple—a couple more songs. Um, I'm hoping to get an EP out in the next couple months and get some videos kind of shot too in the next couple months and, and so on. So I'm enjoying it, you know, it's a good it's a good stress reliever. You know, you could just go in there and just say what you want, say how you feel, you know, and just be done with it. But I'm definitely enjoying it. You guys could definitely look forward to some more music coming out. <laughs> so um, hopefully you guys like it and that's what it is.
0: I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know that connection uh, with your father's background. That's interesting uh, to sort of follow in those footsteps. Uh, the hymn name is an acronym, though. Tell uh, tell us about that. Uh, that's that's something that's near and dear to your heart.
1: Yes, yeah, acronym is called. Uh, I call myself. It stands for handled it myself. Um, just basically signifying just like my road basically to this date. Like whether it's professional football or even just choosing to do some of the music. And even like trying to build my my clothing brand, you know, it's it's a lot of the things that I'm doing is myself. I don't really have that many people in my corner helping me, you know what I'm saying? So or had that many people. I had certain people that actually was big significant in my life. So I appreciate them. But as far as anything else, I really just had to go out there and still prove it and still do it. You know, so that's kind of where the handled it myself came from.
0: Handled it myself. A very good mindset, right there. Uh, where can our fans uh, find some of your work, there, Shaq? As far as uh, the music goes,
1: um, music you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Um, it's on iGoogle, I think. Um, it's on um, Title. It's on a lot of the platforms. You can just go on there, search him h h dot i dot m. And it should pop up.
0: All right, just like this podcast, uh, Spotify, <laughs> Google, all the all the platforms. No, that's good. Good for you. I mean, and and that's one of the things I love about talking to you and all the great players in this league. I mean, regular guys, human, uh, have regular yeah. interests, and uh, and that's good on you. Uh, we expect you to be playing football for a long time, but once that's over, uh, you're going to have a pretty good second career. Um we're talking about we're reflecting during these tough times and we talk about how there's pros and cons to everything, right? I mean, you get to be home with loved ones and family and, you know, I've gotten a chance to see my daughter grow and get bigger every day and start to learn how to talk and everything. And so you kind of have to take the good with everything. But when you've been reflecting on uh, your great career here so far, Shaq, uh, how often do you think about going through the draft, going through the combine and, gotten it out on the practice roster to get to where you're at today i mean how often does that go through your mind that whole process you've gone through
1: um it it, it goes through my mind a bit but i would say i only i only really think about it when i when i meet like hard ta- like hard tasks like in front of me you know and like different different um obstacles that i got to overcome you know so those that's really when those kind of things pop into my mind just to remind myself like bro like he wasn't looked at you was you was questioned about coming out um out of university you was questioned going into the draft you was questioned after you performed at the draft you was questioned going into um getting drafted and going into the bc lions camp so i just kind of just rem- rem- remember it as just motivation you know that at the end of the day like i'm, I'm i would have been in my fifth year fifth year playing this year mm-hmm. going on to a sixth you know so that's kind of where I reminded just, and it just, it just keeps me humbled and just, and just keeps me just reminding that like the work's never done. You know what I mean? Like work's just never done. Like it could be taken away from you at any point because there's every year there's always another guy like me or another young person, another young boy that's trying to, that's trying to come up and, and, and take over and take my spot. You know what I mean? So it's just remembering that in the off field things I do, being in the booth, making music before I'm messing up. I'm like, man, come on. Like, you know, just, Remembering those things, like, okay, I, what did I do or what, what mindset was, was I in when I was doing that to perform like that or perform like this? You know what I mean? A lot of the situations was, I had my back, in my mind, I put my back against the wall, you know? So it was like either die, I mean, um, go hard or go home, you know what I mean? So that's just more, that's where I think of it when I'm meeting obstacles and I need to overcome them as obstacles. Like, that's the motivation that I use thinking about. The situations I was in, being in the practice roster for a whole year and stuff like that, just waiting for my shot. And when I knew when I got my shot, I'm not, I'm not looking back.
0: Well said. Uh, 20, I'll never forget the night you scored your first touchdown, 2017, in Hamilton. You had lots of friends and relatives there. That was the night John Jennings got hurt. And- Travis came yeah. in and had uh, his in, yeah. career high in passing yards, league record for yards coming off the bench. I mean, uh,
1: yeah, Lule came and put that, up for hundred
0: plus. <laughs> say, take us through that moment, yeah.
1: Um, it was it was kind of surreal, you know, because I was just thinking, I was like, man, I remember um Kahari putting in um the play that year. Um, um, he had he had uh, it was like a Z. Z the um, slip screen, but I was off the line. So I was just like, man, I never even, like, thought of us running a even play from the w- me coming from the field side all the way down to the boundary to slip screen and leak out, get the pass from Lule. So, honestly, we ran it. We practiced it that week, and I was just like, man, if we call this in the game, like, I think I'll definitely score on this, you know? So it happened. We ended up getting down in the red zone, and then Lule called it. And I was just like, oh, man, I feel like Lule. Was Lule calling it? Lule pulling it. <laughs> I was just in my head, you know. I was just like, I feel like is going to pull this, to be honest. So, once he came around, it set up. I was coming across. As soon as I turned my head back, I seen the ball in Lule' hand. I was like, oh, just don't drop this thing. <laughs> yeah. I just told him, I said, don't drop it. And I was happy to get in the end zone. And I was just happy because, like, the whole family was there to actually see my mom, my, my mom's first um, – game she got to see of me playing professional so her and my dad I'm pretty sure so um that was cool in itself and I had a lot of friends and everything there but um it was just a surreal feeling it was just great I could do it in in the province I I was born in you know and I played on that field many times so it was kind of cool to come back and have my first one on that field as well playing in it as a as a minor and then now being as a professional you know it was quite a hot night wasn't it yeah, it was a hot night actually. <laughs> yeah. It was a hot night.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's that's pretty typical for typical for Steeltown uh and I think it was early mid July whenever it was and
1: uh Yeah, yeah it
0: was it was, cool it was one of those Mhm. Uh, We've talked a lot about family here. Uh, How did you enjoy year one playing uh, with your younger brother, Akeem, Lions defensive back, a draft pick from 2019? And uh, you were obviously proud to see his development into the active roster.
1: Yeah, it was definitely good to see, you know, because I just remember when he came to me the first day, he came and messaged me on Facebook telling me that he wanted to play – Football. And I was just like, yo, you serious? He's just like, yeah. And I was like, all right. And this was like his fifth year of high school, you know, so he was 19 at this point. So um, he was just like, man, I'm trying to do it. So I'm just like, okay, then just come over and then I'm going to start teaching you everything you need to know, you know? And now we about what What year was that? I, was, I think that was 2013, 2014. Yep. Going yeah. Going around that time. And now looking at it, we in 2020, he's a professional. He, he, he played um, his first year of professional football. I'm just proud of him, you know. What I mean, because at the end of the day, I could tell you everything, but you still got to go out there and do it, right? So, um, he he never complained. I'm probably one of his biggest critics, you know. What I mean, I, I always stayed on him, I always stayed after him. If he was doing good, I tell him he's doing bad, you know. Just trying to just keep the bar high for him, you know. And 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 look at it; it's all playing off for him. So now he just has the opportunity now to set his set his path and set whatever type of um. Whatever type of goal and path that he wants for himself now, you know he can he, his foot is in the door now he could um cement make a make his name cemented in history or or throughout the league however way he want to now, so I'm just happy that he did his accomplishment and got he has gotten himself there, and now it's just time to like stay here and and improve on that
0: and uh we talked a bit earlier about how I'd uh, seen you guys in the facility uh pretty much through most of the summer. What are those off-season workouts like uh, with Akeem? Uh, you guys, no doubt, are pushing each other now.
1: Yeah, it's it's cool, man. It's always cool to have a guy, um have a little brother or have anybody that's close to you like that playing the same sport you play, and, and then on top of it, he played the the opposite position as you, so he can always give you work any time, any day that you need it, you know. And you and vice versa, you I can help him whatever he needs, whether it's releases, working on his jam and stuff like that, you know. So. It's just it's just unreal that it's just unreal that it worked out this way, but um, we definitely don't take it for granted, you know. So it's just like every day, we, like you said, you see us always working, always working together. That's us just not taking it for granted because we already know we're here, you know. So we know that we can we can do more and we can be better, you know. So it's great having him just being able to have a guy of his stature just being able to push me, you know, because he's a bigger DB type. So it's just understanding, and I can use him just for assimilation of a lot of the the taller DBs that I see out there throughout the CFL. How many siblings total? Remind me. (laughs) I got, um, I got eight on my dad's side, including myself. And then my mom has four including me. So, what was it like growing up uh, with uh, like the
0: Brady Bunch and then like What was that like?
1: <laughs> oh man, it was cool, man. You know, it's it's dope because you just see the, all the different type of personalities. You know, I'm a psychology person. That's what I've grown to learn by myself. So that's probably why I was so fascinated by it. But about it as a kid, you know. So it's just cool. Like I said, a lot of different personalities, a lot of different actions you know what i mean minds everything the way you move you know so it's cool to see that a lot of differences but see all the similarities we still we still do have at the same time it was fun it was annoying of course because siblings are always annoying especially me being the oldest on my dad's side well the second oldest on my dad's side so i i, I took i had to take responsibility for a lot of things you know so it was kind of weird because i was the oldest on my dad's side but then I was like the third oldest on my mom's side, so it was like I had the, the big brother role and the little brother role, you know, so I had to be able to 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 mix make the two work. <laughs> oh, you guys could have
0: fielded your own never mind just you and akeem you got you, you guys all could have guys and gals all could have fielded your own football team right
1: yeah, no, I definitely could have fielded that with the amount we got <laughs>
0: <laughs> who were some of your heroes uh wise growing up?
1: Sports wise growing up, um I was a big basketball guy growing up. I didn't start playing football till grade nine. So like I would say Iverson, you know, um LeBron James, um Kobe, just from just the competitive side, you know. Um then when I started to get over and started watching football, it was like Randy Moss, you know, um Tom Brady, just respecting the game, um, Terrell Owens. Um just yeah like athletes like that to be honest man like obviously mj michael jordan like everybody that's just that's just the pinnacle where you want to be at right so yeah <laughs> so basketball like,
0: basketball, and track were your other main sports correct
1: yes yes track and, and basketball so in track it was obviously you saying because um, i'm jamaican so mm-hmm. you gotta shout out jamaica um, Johan Blake, you know, Tyson Gay from America, you know, and Justin Black, um, Gatlin, sorry, Justin Gatlin, I was going to say Blackman from Oklahoma State, receiver, but hmm. Justin Gatlin as well from America, so, um, yeah, just seeing those guys, like, like before my 40-yard dash, like, I kid you not, bat, Matt, <laughs> I was about to call you Matt, sorry, but, <laughs> Matt, like, for my, for my um combine, before the combine, I kid you not, I would religiously just look up Usain saying and look at how he started Johan Blake look how they started and just look at how their feet is just straight dorsiflexed. you know what I mean and just try to mimic that as much as possible when you tell people that people like think you saying cliche stuff but like people actually don't do it you know what I mean and then they wonder certain things but that's a whole nother conversation but I used to just honestly just watch um you UC- Usain Bolt, Usain Bolt, and just see, like, how his start, because he didn't have the greatest start, you know what I mean? And that's what I knew about myself as well. I knew I didn't have a greatest start, great start, but when I started rolling, I started getting out of there, so the reason I did watch him, because we both run with long strides, I'm more of a strider than an actual pitter patter guy, so um, that's the, another reason why I did watch it, so I was just understanding and seeing, like, okay, how can I put that into my into my running, or how can I apply that where i can make a great time for myself so everything ended up working out for the best very well
0: said yeah i well, <laughs> no wonder you're such a you're such a great athlete out there a lot of that comes from your track background uh well Shaq, uh, it's this has been great it's always great talking to you but kind of getting into your background and more of your family stuff uh this was very interesting uh way to go about it <laughs> first and now this week so we appreciate the time and uh we shall uh, look forward to talking to you again once there's more football on the horizon.
1: I'm definitely looking forward to talking to you again, man. Probably closer to Christmas. Hopefully we hear some more news. And it's always, it's always a pleasure, man. I appreciate you um, hitting me up and asking me to do this. Definitely. Anytime, man.
0: Always appreciate the time. Uh, first and now, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave us a review, will you? Or bad, any constructive criticism. <laughs> uh, we always pre- appreciate all the feedback uh, in the fan club. That has been uh, this week's episode of First and Now, the official BC Lions podcast. We're on Twitter at First and Now at BC Lions. I am at Bakes Takes Eighty Four and Shaq here. Here I am, Sroy J. That's the Twitter, right?
1: Yes, sir. I am Sroy J at Twitter. Um, that's at my Twitter, and then my Instagram is shaq johnson beautiful thanks again shaq thank you matt talk to you soon